You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 153. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? It is almost eight o'clock at night when I'm recording this and it's still really bright outside. So I'm excited about this. Um, I was writing some notes on this podcast just before I sat down to record. This is actually my second time recording because I was not a hundred percent on the last recording. So I thought this one, this one's going to be it. Um, there's just some awesome things happening in my garden right now. There's like little birds chasing each other and tweeting and little squirrels chasing each other and flowers blooming everywhere. It is most definitely springtime and I think it's going to be quickly summer here in Sacramento. So I'm enjoy- I am enjoying it while I can. And I'm really excited about this topic today because judgment is something that shows up in all of our lives every single day. We're lawyers, so of course it shows up. And I want to talk to you about this topic in terms of how we are trained as lawyers to be judge of everything, right? And to argue to the judge how we want things to be ruled on and how we show up as humans in our life And they can be much better (laughs) is basically going to be the theme of this one. Because as lawyers, we are taught to take a position and to argue fervently for that position. And as humans, taking that tact to the rest of the world around us is not really conducive to having... Mm, happiness, (laughs) to feeling good, to really enjoying our lives and the company of others because our brain is constantly making snap judgments. And it would be doing this anyway. Like our brain would be doing this anyway. But I think as lawyers, we we really haven't been taught how to compartmentalize, which is what I want to talk about today. And this came up with a couple different clients, and that's why I'm talking about this. Because We are always judging ourselves, how we should be doing things better, how we shouldn't have done that. Basically, any sentence that has the word should in it, we have an expectation of ourselves and we are judging ourselves for not meeting that expectation. And we're usually feeling annoyed or irritated or angry at ourselves for not doing something the way our brain thinks we should be doing it. And when we're judging ourselves, we are not loving ourselves. We are not having compassion for ourselves. And if I were to analogize to us being a sports car, then by being irritated and frustrated and angry, using those emotions and pouring them into the gas tank, because the gas tank is where the fuel's going to go to create the actions, to create the speed of the race car. Well, it's like pouring rocks into the gas tank. And when we're pouring rocks into the gas tank, our car's not going to go. What we have to fill the gas tank up with is love and compassion and all of those 
uh, helpful emotions that are productive and feel really good, and then our race car is going to go. But if we're gumming up the works with a bunch of crappy emotions, for for lack of a better term, then we're not going to get the get up and go that we want. And that's why this is so important. And I also want to talk about this in terms of how when we are judging other people, that's a big signal that we're judging ourselves somewhere too. Because usually we don't notice it when we're judging ourselves. We notice it when we're judging other people. We notice that we're judging other people though. (laughs) So one of my clients, she was talking about uh, a case that she had and specifically part of this case was another attorney she was working with and he showed up late to lunch that they had planned. She didn't even want to go to lunch, but he suggested it and she needed to get a signature. So she decided she would go. She got there early. Um, She waited like 45 minutes for this guy to show up and the whole 45 minutes plus 15 minutes because she was early. So like an hour, she was seething, right? She was just simmering in anger and, and just like irritation. So much so that she couldn't enjoy the time alone to herself, just sitting in the restaurant and, you know, she didn't have anything with her. She hadn't planned that this was going to take long. She just decided that, you know, she was just going to be sitting in anger for quite some time. Um, And then in part, she had a little bit of, you know, good humor here and there about it. Like she, you know, did some people watching, but mostly it was simmering. (laughs) And of course, when he came, she had all of that anger in her gas tank. And that led her to reacting towards him, acting towards him in ways that were not friendly, right? Like when we're angry with someone, of course, that frustration is going to come out in our actions. We're going to be short with them. We're not going to be as friendly with them. We're just going to be kind of scoffing at them the whole time. Whatever they say, we're just going to kind of roll our eyes at it. Just recognize like that's a reaction that we have when we are judging someone. And she forgot the whole reason she was there And she decided to stay because she had a choice. She could have left, but she decided to stay because she needed to get the signature. So she stayed there and she got the signature. And instead of just, just saying, okay, got it, it's done. In our session, she really still had so much frustration and so much angry anger about this situation that she let it eat into her, right? So she, not only did she let it eat into her time before our session, right? She was thinking about it all night, but then it was eating into our session during the day. Like it was just taking up all this time. And I want you to imagine the last time you were really frustrated with someone and really angry and how that seeped into the rest of your day. Did you think about it at night? Did you just kind of ruminate on it? Did you kind of let it seep into your day by thinking about it when you were doing other work where you couldn't get focused on work. Maybe you went to a coworker or a friend or a family member and like complained to them and it took up your time with them. I mean, like it just kept rolling. It was like you just kept stoking the fire of the frustration instead of recognizing, oh, I'm having a judgment. Okay. So what I did with her is I, I I did this exercise where basically it was just showing her, hey, where can your brain find compassion for this guy? Like, why might have he have been late? And she said, well, he, he said he was late because he had to go to X meeting first. And of course, that was evidence for her to believe that he was inconsiderate of her time and didn't respect her and all of these things. So I said, well, what else? Like, tell me more about this guy. Well, it turns out he's this older attorney. And I said, well, you know, maybe he's burnt out. You think he might be burnt out? 
And she said, yeah, he's definitely burnt out. And I said, well, that's, you know, that's got to be hard for someone who's been practicing that long and doesn't have coaching tools and maybe really doesn't have any help. And he's kind of given up at this point. Like he's just given up on being a really good lawyer. And she started to have compassion for this guy because now she has this light of him like, wow, that that's like really sad. Like this guy, this guy really just doesn't have that, that lust, that zest for life that she has. And to her is now, now she's looking at it in a different light. Like, oh, this guy, he's just, he's burned out. Maybe he's jaded. He's had a lot of clients that just, you know, you know how, you know, you see these older attorneys in court and they, you know, they're jaded and they're complaining about their clients and they're just like, everything's a big, heavy weight. That's what it sounded like he had with him. And of course, if you don't have the tools to release judgment, you're going to become somebody who is carrying this weight around of all the complaints of the world. And that is not what any of us want, right? Like we don't want to be perceived that way. We don't want to uh, feel that way. Like it feels really heavy carrying around this weight of judgment around our neck and then bringing that into every conversation that we have. So recognizing where you can have compassion for people. And that is like, that is the big exercise, just having compassion for people. And it is not always easy, okay? When you're thinking about people that we have judgments about, societal norms that we have really said, this is okay, this is not okay, and we see someone who is outside of those norms, it is very easy for us to get into a very judgmental, angry, frustrated, irritated place. And I've had conversations on the podcast before where it's it's one thing to say, okay, I'm angry. It brings me into awareness of a problem and I'm going to move outside of that anger and I am going to be get into a place of inspiration to take action to then rectify the problem that I'm seeing in the world. That's one thing. But what most of us do is stay in anger and frustration and irritation and say, oh, this shouldn't be happening. This is wrong. This is bad. And we just feed the fuel. We fan the flames of our exasperation and anger and irritation, but we don't do anything positive with it. We have a net negative impact by choosing those feelings of judgment. And rather than creating that net negative impact on our lives with just that fuel for our emotions, for our sports car, right? We can be using that and saying, okay, I'm going to step out of anger and say, okay, look, this is a problem. It's brought awareness to me of a problem. And now I'm going to take steps to solve it. So when we notice that we are in this judgment then we can make a decision. Do we want to just, do we want to do anything with it? Do we want to become inspired? Do we want to take that anger and say, no, you know, I don't, the, yes, I want to be angry here, but you know what I want to do is I actually want to make a difference. I want to help. I want to inspire and, and do something. Or do I want to stay in anger and frustration and have like this, this really heavy weight around my neck and I want to bring that in every single conversation and I want it to negatively impact my life and not actually make an impact on the world? 
<laughs> okay? So that is what I want you to see the difference there. The other difference is that when we are working as lawyers, we do not need to be angry lawyers in court to be effective. <laughs> Have you ever seen this? Have you ever seen this phenomenon? I love it when I am working with other lawyers who can just have a conversation about the case. It's like, okay, yes, we may not agree on everything, but we're having a conversation about the case and we're seeing if we can negotiate a case. We don't, nobody's saying that, you know, everybody's right or everybody's wrong in the situation. You can actually see both sides of the case. And there's not any anger or frustration. It's just a conversation. Like there's compassion for both sides. And I love that. I love that when I get to work with counsel like that. And on the flip side of that, there's counsel who get really up in arms as if it is the be all end all. I'm going to say right now, I have been that lawyer. (laughs) There are certain cases that will work me up. And I know it's not the cases, it's my thoughts about the cases that really work me up, right? And we can ha- we have to have awareness of that because it's going to make us less effective as counsel if we are not aware of the judgments that we're making. But when you work with an attorney who is only seeing things in black and white and can't see shades of gray, can't have compassion for both sides, it gets really frustrating, right? Because you can't really have that conversation. You can show them compassion, you can like, but when you do that, it it usually tempers the other side. So if you're compassionate and the other side looks totally unreasonable and they're being a total jerk, when you're compassionate, that other counsel, they will lower down a notch, right? Usually, not all the time. And a judge senses that, right? So if you're presenting a case in front of a judge and you're the one who's seeing things in black and white and you can't see the other side, a judge will recognize that. And they will be able to say, okay, well, who seems more reasonable? The person who has compassion for both sides, the one who is able to argue effectively because of that compassion, or the person who can't see anything because they're they're just seeing red, right? Like they're just seeing their side of things and they are incredibly worked up and judgmental and not not seeing all sides. And so a judge senses that. A judge picks up on that and they are they are intuitively going to side with the person, at least this is my experience, side with the counsel who is more rational and reasonable. And usually they're on the side of the right anyway, because they are able to see both sides of things. So when it's, I call this podcast releasing judgment. So when when you're really looking at how you are judging things in the world, This is all it takes to release the judgment is just recognizing it and saying, oh, I'm having a judgment. And you can decide if you want to believe that or not, right? Like I can, I can say all the things I want on this podcast, right? It's my podcast, but you get to decide. You get to decide how you want to think. You get to decide how you want to feel. But if you want to be someone who is more effective in court, more effective in life, then recognizing our tendencies to create these judgments and not have compassion for ourselves or others is something that is essential for you. 
if you want to build up your practice, if you want to build up a business, you've got to have compassion for yourself or you are not going to learn to trust yourself because we're going to make mistakes along the way. Every single one of us. I guarantee you if there's somebody on this podcast who's never made a mistake before, DM me on Instagram, okay? I know I'm not going to hear hear a soul because we all make mistakes. And if you can't trust yourself to make those mistakes without beating yourself up, your brain's not going to want to go out and take more risks and do things. Because building a business, building your practice is going to take some risks. It's going to take you taking risks on yourself, becoming more vulnerable with more people. And maybe you, you know, say something and it's not quite right. You know, it doesn't quite resonate with other people. You can take a look at that and and judge yourself and be critical and mean to yourself. Or you could say, okay, how can I love myself through this no matter what? How can I love myself no matter what? And what that takes is you saying, okay, I made a mistake and that's okay. How can I take action in a way that feels really good, that, that makes sense to me. And I, and I know that this is something that we have all come across where we have said something stupid, (laughs) insensitive to somebody else, and we didn't realize it at the time. And then we recognized it and we beat ourselves up for it. And then really what it takes is just saying, Hey, you know what? I got you. It's okay. So you made a mistake. It's okay. You can fix it. It's okay. And we can do that anytime. We get to choose that any, anytime. I, um, I'm going to link to a podcast in the show notes. It's called four secrets to loving yourself more. It's episode number 54. It's way back in the podcast. (laughs) And I know that we can always love ourselves more. Releasing judgment is about having more compassion, more love, more understanding for ourselves and for other people, no matter what. And sometimes it's hard and sometimes we want to be angry and that's okay. But just be aware of what you're choosing. Are you choosing judgment because it's right for you? That's giving you a net positive impact in your life? Or is your judgment really causing you more harm in the long run? Start to recognize that. Start to question it. All right. So if you are building your practice or if you are building a business right now and you're a lawyer, I want you to come and talk to me. Like If this kind of work resonates with you, if you find yourself really stuck in your business and you find yourself not having compassion for yourself, not loving yourself, and instead beating yourself up along the way, it doesn't have to be that way. I used to do that. Like I would procrastinate and I would berate myself because I thought I should be doing more. And I was paralyzed in fear. I was scared of being judged by other people that I wasn't good enough, that I had nothing of value to say, that I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, you fill in the blanks with all of the things that I would tell myself. And I had to learn to have compassion for myself before I could make the steps that I took 
to become more vulnerable with the people that I talk to, to build a podcast, to write blogs, to really show up in a way that was bigger than I'd ever shown up before. That takes total self-compassion because you're going to make mistakes. You are going to have these big hurdles in your life that are going to take totally trusting yourself, totally having that compassion and love for yourself. And there's one way you can work with me right now. It's one-on-one coaching. And if you want to learn more about how we can work together to get you where you want to be, go to dinacataldo.com and then click on the work with me tab, schedule a time with me, and we will talk. We will talk about exactly what the game plan is to get you from where you are right now to where you want to be. All right, my friend, I hope you are enjoying these beautiful summer nights and I will talk to you soon. Bye.